I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome along to another week. It is the 22nd of September, at least it is where I am, and it is the Rugby Pass podcast. This week we're back in the Southern Hemisphere after traipsing north with Tom Hamilton last week. We return to Auckland City, the city of sales, Okalofa, and Mark Stafford from the TAB. Stafford, we've got so much to get into this week. You've always got a lot to talk about. You know, I've always got a lot on my mind, and uh, it would be churlish of us not to start with the biggest news of the week. We are a day into the news cycle following the Brangelina split. Mm. Look, you know, in fairness, it, this, there, were, there were pointers that this would happen. There really were. I think somewhere between the fourth and the sixth adoption, <laughs> I could see the writing on the wall. I don't know where to go with that, but I had no idea that was coming. They've only got what? Sorry, Madeline's talking, our producer's talking. They've only got four kids. Oh, there's four been four adoptions. Adoption. Oh, two of them there's, Matt. Mm. Oh, two of them are theirs. I didn't actually realise that. I did not know that actually Pitt had sired a child. So you've got two spawn of Brangelina and then four adoptees. That, that, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. And it's instantly my mind switches to Jennifer, of course. Why does everyone switch back to Jennifer? I feel sorry for her. Why do you feel sorry for her? But She's a multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. She's never lacking for a movie part. Yeah. And what she's just traded her entire life on loveless misery. I don't feel sorry for Jennifer Aniston. She's constantly harassed. She, producer Madeline's just informed me. Madeline she's needs a microphone. She's married? When did she get married? Who's she married to? Justin Theroux. Justin Theroux. Isn't he the Prime Minister of Canada? No, that's Trudeau, isn't it? Better looking than Louis Theroux? Yeah. Better looking than Louis. Louis Louis one of my favourites. No, he's my favourite. Anyway, back to the main issue here. Why does everyone go back to Jennifer Aniston? This is a long time ago. Mm. I just feel sorry for her. Like, she's had cameras in her pocket in her car outside her house for every day of her life since Friends. What what does this have to do with the split up of Brangelina? Well, just Jennifer just comes straight to mind because all of it, the front page of one of the leading newspapers in America had a photo of her laughing with the announcements <laughs> of the divorce. Was, wasn't the New York Daily Post yeah. like one of the great trashy newspapers of the great. world? Yeah, no, it was good. Oh, I understand that. Anyway, let, let's focus on the issue here. I mean, the split, for you, the reasoning, I've heard marijuana quoted. Mm. I mean, I'm... I've I'm, heard nanny. 
nanny? Nanny quoted. What, the nanny? The nanny, yeah. Like Fran Drescher was quoted or their nanny? No, their nanny. Uh, apparently Angelina fired her two days before the split. Really? Mm. Smoke fire. You think? Because mm. it was another kind of smoke that was also cited and that was Brad's uh, continual use of uh, marijuana. Medicinal, surely. I don't know if it was medicinal. I don't know if he has any medical condition that would require a well, prescription. Married of to Angelina. Well, how would that require? That's a condition. That's a condition. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a it's medical a... condition. I'm married to Angelina. Sure, he's an ounce. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that can possibly be a medical condition. I'd need it if I was married to Angelina. I would need it if I had six kids. I'm not here to promote the use of marijuana, but. I think a tote would go down a treat in between bedtime and mealtime, wouldn't you? <laughs> if they're staggered in age too, could you remember bedtime would start at 6.30, probably finish at about 10. Some of those kids are probably roaming the Hollywood Hills, mm. just never come home. How those Hollywood kids behave themselves. Mm. Setting fires. Well, I feel sorry for them. No one likes to see a marriage bust up. Never. No one likes they're to see They're real it. people too. Remember these are people. Yes. Uh, people people forget, that the public forget the people side of this equation. They're still people. And that's why we're trying to bring this to light here on the Rugby Pass podcast. Oh, it is week. the Rugby Pass podcast. It is. Oh. Yeah, we haven't changed. Okay. This is not Dr. Oz. <laughs> we need to get into some footy. And speaking of marriages, the convenient marriage of Sanzar has once again, what's the word I'm looking for? Released a draw that has almost sort of popped out of their chest like the alien through John Hurt and scared the living bejesus out of every Super Rugby fan. The Super Rugby draw must be an absolute nightmare. To, uh, yeah. like, this is like doing a Rubik's Cube drunk with a blindfold on trying to sort this competition out. But as much as I have sympathy for Sansa. As much as I have sympathy for those forced to make this draw, you cannot seriously open Super Rugby with the Blues and the Rebels in Melbourne on a Thursday. <laughs> you can't. Thursday night is late night shopping at Terrace End in Palmerston North, and that's all that should happen on Thursday nights. <laughs> at Terrace End in Palmerston North? Yes, yes, the Terrace End Shopping Centre. Talk me through centre. the shopping centre at Terrace End Palmerston North before we continue. Well, that was my f- place of my first job at Broadtop Book and Toy. Um, Thursday nights, was uh, I used to get time and a half from five until nine, and it was... It was an institution in Palmerston North. It was late night Friday in town, in Broadway, but Thursday night shopping, Terracene Shopping Centre. What was the name of the shop? Broadtop Book and Toy. Sold magazines, board games. Broadtop Book and Toy. Yeah. What a place. My boss was Gerald Gregory. Gerald Gregory. You know my favourite job? No. I had my driver's licence just. I was 15. And Gordon and Gotch, which are the, the magazine distributors throughout New Zealand... If you didn't sell the magazine, you had to return them to get a credit for mm. unsold. Um, so you wouldn't send the whole magazine because it would just be a massive, massive pass. So you ripped the cover off and sent the covers back, and my job was to take the magazines to the dump. The ones that were in the plastic bags, however, didn't go in the trailer. They went in the passenger seat, dropped them home on the way to the dump, off to school the next day, Resale. Well, everyone loves a magazine, model magazine, don't they? Yeah. About obviously these were model magazines. Yeah, like Mayfair and oh, those sorts of models. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Oh, these weren't the collector's ones where you actually got part of the model per issue. No, no, no. This uh, is the adult ones. Oh, these had other models. Mm. So let me get this straight. So I had a little venture going. So so the book and toy shop yep. also sold stick mags. Yes. Which is hardly a children's store no. at this point. Well, or was toys. that a sealed section like behind a curtain like they used to have at the video shops? No, no, no. But they were up. They, they were the back, the top row of the magazine rack was the paper, uh, the plastic yeah, bagged ones. Yeah, so so and, the kids couldn't reach them. Oh, I'm with you now. So... You were moonlighting as a second-hand stick mag salesman at school. Mm. So I was making about 20 bucks a, a day. What? 20 bucks a day from working in the bookshop. What? But I was making about 100 bucks off um, rest. Black market stick mags? Yes. The internet ruined your business, didn't it? Completely. See, you are a case study. No one ever talks about Mark Stafford's <laughs> sideline when it comes to the internet ruining physical businesses. Mm. took me years to admit to it. Gerald had to sell the shop before I'd tell anyone the story. Oh, so no one knew? Well, your friends did well to keep quiet, although embarrassing, touchy subject when you're in your adolescence, isn't it? Yeah, you don't you tell know. anyone that no. I've bought a stick mag. No, you don't. But yeah, it was, it was a good day every Wednesday. Can I make an apology to the proprietor of the One Tree Point Dairy at this stage? I did steal a penthouse out of your shop. <laughs> I was only 11, though, so there's got to be a statute of limitations. Let's go back to Thursday night in Melbourne. That's where we were. Well, uh, it's a, an AFL town. It's an AFL town. It's Thursday night. It's not a very good side in Melbourne. It's not a very good side for the last few years, the Blues. I think they'll have a better season last year, but they won't have any runs this on year? the board. This year? Next year? Uh, next year? Uh, next season, they'll yeah. have a good season, I think. But... Um, you want trumpets and fanfare and you fireworks don't. and people on the edge. You see, I can't wait for the launch of Super Rugby and we've got the Rebels against the Blues. Yeah, yeah see, and, and this is not a crack at the Rebels and it's not a crack at the Blues. The Blues will be better next year. I've got no doubt about that. Yes, they've got Sonny Bill Williams, but I'm sorry, Sonny Bill Williams ain't going to fill Amy Stadium. You have got to launch your season with an absolute cracking match. I just don't see any point in going to Melbourne on a Thursday night. And with respects to the owners of the Auckland franchise and Andrew Cox, the owner of the Melbourne Rebels, who I know will do a good job in selling the game. Mm. But ultimately, South Africa is disenfranchised by this game. They won't watch it. No one in Japan is going to watch this. No one in Argentina is going to care. And no one in Melbourne cares about rugby full stop. So this, to me, does nothing for Australian rugby. It does nothing for the rest of the partners in this whole great endeavour. And, and more importantly, just give me a sense of occasion. Oh, and, and this is the theme we're talking about today, a sense of occasion, because we have a number of issues today on the Rugby Pass podcast to discuss, as we mentioned, but a sense of occasion seems to be the common thing that binds them all together. Anzac Day. For those of you listening in the Northern Hemisphere, Anzac Day is probably our most important military commemoration commemorating those who lost their lives fighting in the New Zealand Australian Army Corps and Gallipoli in other theatres of war. It's a big deal. It's a massive nationalistic time. Around about round nine in Super Rugby this year, it is Anzac Day weekend. It's a long weekend on both countries, both sides of the Tasman. There are two trans-Tasman games. Two. There are ten teams in Australia and New Zealand. There are two trans-Tasman games. That, to me, is absolutely insane. Then we get to round 16A, due to the Lions tour. We've got some split rounds. And you've got an all-Trans-Tasman round. All Australian teams, all New Zealand teams. And even then, even then, 
we can't schedule every game to be Australia v New Zealand. Now, give me a reason. It's just all that too hard stuff, isn't it? And like you said at the top, you don't, and I sympathise with the draw makers, but surely they looked at it? Do you think they looked at trying to manufacture? I don't even know if they did look at trying. I don't know why when we see the draw, there isn't like a 500-word blurb of we wanted to do this and we couldn't because of this. We've... We, we, we've looked at the Sunwolves draw, there was nothing we could do and we sympathise and blah, 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 but it'll be easy, to, or something. But there was no, no, um, I just want the working notes from that meeting, just, and I don't have to agree with them, but just some sort of explanatory device for me to be able to swallow this enormous gobstopper. Yeah, the working notes of that meeting would run to about half a million words, I reckon. There would be parabolas, there would be occasions, there would be algebraic calculations on how to make this tournament work. And I'd venture to say, if we approach them to say, we just want to talk something, we're not going to slam you, we just want some sort of um, dialogue, who would we call yeah, and would they talk? Yeah, but why not just come out and say it? Oh, why, I know. Not, why not come out and say, hey, look, we've got these moments in the season that are important to South Africa or Japan or Argentina or Australia or New Zealand. We've got these moments here. We've tried to match up as well as we can and we're going to have this round here and this round celebrates some of the great rivalries, and this round celebrates some of the history, and this round is heritage round. The NRL don't have any problem doing it. No. They've got more teams, you'd think just that, as many you teams, say it was almost. You said it was round nine, right? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Okay, if it's round nine, that's the first round you lock in place. That's what I'm saying. And then fill out from there. hate unknown numbers ringing my phone. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be ringing during the podcast either. Unknown is ringing right at the moment on the Rugby Pass podcast. Today is September the 22nd. We're talking about a sense of occasion. A sense of occasion in Japanese rugby is playing your games at Prince Chichibu Stadium in Tokyo. Yes. Not in Singapore. And this is rubbish. The Sunwolves have been absolutely roasted by this draw. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Absolutely roasted. I can't even count the ways in which you have basically said to the Sunwolves, we hate you. <laughs> we try to grow the game in Japan. Yes, 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 but we hate you. And we're going to show you how much we hate you by making you play every South African team in Singapore to suit another country and then we're going to make you tour in New Zealand for three consecutive weeks against the Crusaders, the Highlanders and the Chiefs. We're going to make you play the Hurricanes at home which is nice in round one. Then you are not going to play at home against a New Zealand team in the first year you play New Zealand teams until round 17. Then we're going to make you go to Argentina after three weeks in New Zealand. 
someone tell me <laughs> that they don't hate the Sunwolves? They hate the Sunwolves. How can you hate the Sunwolves? You can't hate the Sunwolves at all, can you? You just... I don't know. This is why... I don't know what to say to you, Scotty, and that, this is why I need that blurb about an explanation, some reasoning, some logic as to why. I, I heard yesterday the amount of kilometre they're going to have to cover in the Super Rugby. How that, many... that Chinese space station that is currently hurtling towards the Earth, that space station has actually been in orbit for fewer kilometres than the Sunwolves will travel next season. It is at least 110,000 kilometres. And add up the number of hours that they are going to be in planes, immigration queues, airports, taxis, shuttles. You add that up, it'll be astronomical. I just don't know why you make a big song and dance about wanting to grow your game and then the very territory that you want to grow your game in makes zero concessions or you make zero concessions for. If you want to grow the game in Japan, then all the existing territories are the ones that should be making concessions to grow the game. It's the same for Argentina. You can't make all this noise about expanding super rugby and finding new markets and then treat those markets like dogs. You know, that, that, that's silly. Moon dogs. You know what we need they to are do? The moon dogs. We, what we need to do, they need a 16th man. And I beseech the Rugby Pass podcast people, we will be the 16th man for the Sunwolves this year. I, right here, right now, the Sunwolves Rugby Pass fan club begins. Absolutely. Every single person right now is a Sunwolves fan. Yes. And we will follow them. We will follow them. High, low, in between. Everywhere. Yep. I don't care if it's 100 points against, we will cheer for the Sunwolves until the death. Can we get someone from the Sunwolves on the podcast? Yes, we can. I think we should weeks? get Philo Tiatia. I think yep. we should talk to Big Philo. Yes. Uh, I think Michael Leach would be a fine guest for the Rugby Pass podcast as well. Uh, Michael Leach's son is one of the great gentlemen of the game. Sense of occasion on the Rugby Pass podcast today, Steph. Steve Hansen, your best mate, has come out and said... Uh, apart from, uh, he said he, he said he wants he wants to have a world championship match between the winner of the rugby championship and the winner of the Six Nations championship. Which, if that match was being played this year, may I remind you, it would be Australia against England, which we've already seen three times. But that aside, I, I just want a little departure before we discuss this plan. Steve Hansen, for those of you unfortunate enough not to live in New Zealand, has just begun a television commercial campaign for Dominator Garage Doors. Not garages, just the door. Just the door. Steve Hansen is selling remote control operated garage doors, and it is inarguably <laughs> one of one of the finest professional coaching advertising endorsements I've ever seen. Picture, if you will, Big Shag standing up, dressed in all black, of course, and he's standing in front of a, a garage, garage door, door, but he's not actually standing in front of a garage door. It's superimposed behind him, and he is... He is pawning off the remote control to open your garage door, which begs the question, is he actually controlling the All Black team remotely? There, we, I mean, we've reached a, a critical mass now, haven't we, in terms of AI. There is every chance that Bowden Barrett is actually a robot being controlled with a joystick by Steve Hansen. He could have a bug implanted into his ear. He could have. Going left, Bowden. That maybe that's what fell off in the hotel in Sydney. It was actually the bug from behind Bowden's ear. Bony, I said go fast. Take the gap, buddy. <laughs> Kick the ball, buddy. Throw a cutout pass, buddy. Cut back, buddy. That could be it. That could be it. I'm on it. Now, I have also seen 
Uh, just lately, Sam Whitelock, the All Black Lock, uh, advertising uh, FarmStrong, which is a yes. farmer support network. I like and I that. must say, I think that's one of the finest rural country rugby displays in a long time. Yes. We've got Kieran Reid. He's pumping Swiss uh, nutrient products, yes. uh, your protein, your creatine, uh, things that other people take who aren't me because I never go to a gym. Uh, I, I just think we're, we're reaching a point in, in All Black endorsement which – I'm just loving, frankly, because we're starting to see some genuine personality come out in their advertisement. Yeah, and the the thing, the sticking point with them is they're not allowed to advertise for someone who sponsors the All Blacks because that's part of the All Black thing. But and also not allowed to sponsor or be a spokesperson for a competitor to a New Zealand Rugby Union um, affiliate, and their affiliates are long and wide. Yeah. So because they've got Gatorade on board, they can't promote any other. Any other thing you swallow and drink. Is that right? Yeah. And so there's very limited products that they can do. So this is why we're seeing garage doors yes. and vitamin supplements. I mean, they could probably do grass seed. Kieran Reed's also advertised toilets. Yes, toilets. Like, like yep. 100%. Yep. Like he's sitting there holding a toilet. Uh, laundry peg industry, where are you? There's no competitors in the All Blacks. They'll get an All Black to sponsor your laundry pegs. The pegs? Yeah, why not? Do you ever run out of pegs? I run out of pegs all the time. All the time. What happens to pegs? Where do they go? <laughs> I live in an apartment. I don't have pegs. No, I don't have a back I have lawn. pegs. I have a hills hoist. <clears throat> old school washing line. Steve Hansen wants a world championship game between the winners of the rugby championship and the winners of the Six Nations. Let's get back on track here. Yes or no? Uh, probably no to that. I'll tell you what I want. What I want Ooh. and what the whole rugby universe want right now is All Blacks versus England. Call it what you want. Play for whatever cup you want. Eddie Jones came out and said the All Blacks have got weaknesses um, that we can exploit. He said that because he doesn't have to prove Correct. it. Correct. He does not have to prove so it. So stop drinking the flavour aid. So why don't, why don't the powers that be... Organise a game at the end of this Northern Hemisphere tour uh, against England. England say they want it. The whole of New Zealand want it, and I'm sure the All Blacks want it. They would create something like £40 million if they played it. So don't talk to me about cost. Just say to the All Blacks, play one more game, we'll give you all £10,000 each. Look, if, if Kmart had... 500,000 people walking into their shops Don't saying, bring Kmart into well, this. Well, any big retailer, any big business had a massive demand from their customers. Saying, they'd stay open late, want, right? They'd stay open, they'd get it in, and they'd sell it to you. Everyone wants All Blacks England. They're not into it. Brookfield's Book and Toy would stay open. Broad Top. Oh, Broad Top Book and Toy? If we if we had customers coming and saying, we want... And, we want Mayfair we want and Penthouse Mayf- immediately. Immediately, and it comes. And a step ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm totally with you. It's just the theatre now around this game is actually just got so hyperbolic and so over-exaggerated, which is a tautology, that I, I just don't know where to start. I, I don't know whether I want this game to happen or not. I'd rather just watch Hanson and Eddie Jones throwing cracks at each other. This is one of the great sideshows in modern rugby. Oh. But what does it show you about our theme today? A sense of occasion. Yeah, no Be- flexibility. Because we have to wait for it, because it's a one-off, because it's anticipated, everyone's excited about it. The less is more argument here rings true, does it not? Oh, it does, but I just feel like it's it's ready to go off now. Like, you don't look forward to Guy Fawkes on the 5th of November next year. You look forward to it this year. It's a great analogy. Thank you. 
Whatever happened to double happies? Uh, you pull the wick out just a little bit, yeah, and you got a fizz and a bang. Did, did you? you? Know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that. Yeah. See, we, I mean, we're talking to a lot of rugby pass fans in Asia, and of course, I mean, they've never had to give away their firecrackers like we have in this part of the world. No, I know, I know. You almost fingerprinted the buy firecrackers, but I just the lack of flexibility. We've seen it in the Super Rugby draw where they can they had the time, they had the ability to modify it, and Andy Marinus has come out and said nothing much has changed because I don't think much was wrong. Where does he live, and who does he listen to? It's all right. He's got a. I mean, he's got a competition to sell. That's fine. But the fact is, you've got a whole lot of people unhappy with your product. So there is something wrong. Mm. There is something wrong when your fans don't like your draw. There is something wrong when all the time you are hearing people beat up on the game. You won't find two people who love Super Rugby more than you and I. Mm. I suspect. I love it. I've been doing it for a decade. I, I love every game. I, I just want to see a sense of occasion. That is why. This is why I just I, I hope this England game doesn't happen this year, and I don't want to see a, a yearly exercise in corporate welfare by let's go to Hong Kong and play the European champions against the Southern Hemisphere because it's meaningless. It oh. doesn't mean anything. The only people that mean something too are the financiers and the corporate controllers, because it is not an established competition. There's nothing on the line really, and we saw that with the fixture in Hong Kong between the Highlanders and Russing Metro. Uh, Russing in uh, early this year before Super Rugby started. What was on the line? Mm. Nothing was on the line. In fact, the only thing that was on the line was players' welfare, and we already saw someone get invalided out of the season in Richard Buckman. So unless you want to make it meaningful, unless it means more than the ticket price and the corporate revenue, then I say no. On your sense of occasion, at the well, at the sorry, the Hamilton test against Argentina, someone in the All Blacks came up to me and because the teams arrived. Uh, with the advanced team of the All Blacks before the team. And I was standing out on the field and he came out and he says, you know what's weird about rugby in New Zealand? This is someone in the high All Black echelon. He said, it's 5.30, we're two hours from kickoff and the place is empty. You wouldn't know there's, there's a game going. Everywhere else we play in the world, the stands are full, they're partying, the car park's full, they're pumped, they're hyped and the rugby is the end of a great occasion. In New Zealand... Rugby is the start, middle and end of the occasion. You surfed it, you have to appreciate it, and then you go home. And I thought, you're right, you know, like, there's heaps of people outside wanting to get in. We wouldn't let them in. Sense of occasion, Mark Stafford. Sense of occasion. That's what we need. Well, we wish Jennifer Aniston all the best with her marriage too. What was his name, Matt? Perot. Just Theroux. Justin Theroux. He is the he is the No, he's not the guy. Canada, isn't he? No, 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 that's Justin Tudreau. I don't know. He's pretty cool, though, the PM of Canada. I like him. Yeah, he's awesome. He yeah. went in fight for life. Did he? Yeah. I did not know that. He's yeah. a boxer. Well, no, he wasn't. He was a celeb type yeah. guy, and he just went in fight for life. Yeah. He's a hell of a man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Oh, well. Fight for life is a charity celebrity boxing event for what's well, supposed to be for giggles, but... Um, he also wore white pants. He's a brave to... man who wears white pants. Have you worn white pants? I wore white oh, pants to Broad Top Book and Toy. Oh, did you? Yeah, with a teal shirt. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. You would look like a waiter from the Big Chill. And I had, um, what do you call those things in your hair when you get little blombits? Streaks. Streaks in your hair. Streaks and a perm. Yeah. And a perm. And a perm. <laughs> get me. White pants, teal shirt, streaked, permed hair. Creepy. What a great way to finish the Rugby Pass podcast <laughs> for another week. It is uh, the 22nd of September. Don't forget, you can catch all the action from the Southern Hemisphere and the North on rugbypass.com.